Welcome to I Asked My Mother, our Njiko Mwara podcast where she talks with her mother about womanhood. In this series, Wanjiko is pregnant, her mother is a continent away, and she has questions. Enjoy. Hello and welcome to Conversations with My Mother. My name is Wanjiko Mwara and my mother's name is Eunice Wanjeri. Here's what you can expect in today's episode. Before I got married, I had worked somewhere where I had started saving in a food bank. I had saved about 500 shillings. And the during that time, 500 shillings was a lot of money. So when I got married, because of honesty, I had to tell my husband I had this money. <laughs> he was literally dying. There is a lot more where that came from. We hope that this show will inspire other African women to have candid discussions about womanhood and everything about it. In this series, we'll be talking a lot about pregnancy. I'm starting my journey now. She's done it five times over and we'll be comparing experiences and exchanging knowledge. In this episode, we'll discuss money, career, work during pregnancy and the lessons learned. Mom, karibu sana. Thank you once again for having me in your interview. I'm pleased to be part of it. I'm really happy that we are able to do this. I think it's, it's a great blessing. So as I've said, today's topic is about money and perhaps we can start with what are some of the costs you incurred in your first pregnancy? And then we can talk about how it changed during the, the subsequent pregnancies. But during the first pregnancies, what did you have to pay for? Okay, money. There's not much that you can do without money. During our time, and in my first pregnancy, before I got married, I had worked somewhere where I had started saving in a post bank. And in that post bank, I had saved about 500 shillings. And during that time, 500 shillings was a lot of money. So when I got married... Because of honesty, I had to tell my husband I had this money. He <laughs> <laughs> <It> was <laughs> literally died. That's not what we planned for. <laughs> Only to learn later that it is good to have your own money and keep it for yourself mm. for a rainy day. So that time, as I waited for you, my savings was helping me to go to the hospital to buy what I wanted. Like, for example, they would to make, make the sweater for my baby, the sock, and so during pregnancy period, I had no problem because I did not have much to do. But closer to the date of birth, I had saved enough money to buy about five nappies. At that time, there was no pampas which people are using today. So I had saved for my uh, my child's nappies at the shows and other things to come for my baby from the hospital. Do you remember how much a nappy cost? A nappy, like for example, a thousand could cost about 150. At the cost of arena, it was about 60 bob. Being the other thing. Mm-hmm. So you see, if you are not extravagant, using money in the wrong things, whereas you have something important ahead of you, you mm-hmm. see. So I made sure that I'm not misusing my money. I was trying as much as possible. If I feel I need to buy something which I think is not very important, I would hold on, try as much as possible not to use my money in that. So I could mm. save that money. You have to be disciplined if you want to save. Uh, there's something interesting that you've said that, so you got married, you had uh, mm-hmm. a few coins in your savings mm-hmm. and being the mm-hmm. very nice, uh, loving wife, you told your husband, hey, by the way, I have this money. <laughs> uh, in all honesty. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit of losing. Yes. Um, but 
I, I was just wondering, when uh, I was growing up, you made sure mm-hmm. that I always had my own money. Whenever I would go on dates, for example, how was the relationship with your mother when it came to talking about money? Is it that you didn't know that each person needs to have their own money? And it's not that you don't trust your husband. It's just important to have your own money. You know, I had big sister. I had a sister who was ahead of me and she was very at work. She was farming tomatoes, taking them to the market. And coming back, she would tell my mother, I have this and this. I sold my tomatoes and brought this money. My mother would always tell her, make sure you don't give out all the money. It's good for you to live, come for yourself. So I'm not the one who was being told I could get that and hold it for my future use. Mm-hmm. But but, <laughs> but when you needed to put it into practice. <laughs> I said, you know, it is good before you, you put it into practice, know the person whom you, you are having because you don't know whether she will give you that freedom of having your own money. So you test it. You know, when you do it first time, the way you'll be seated first time, you'll tell you what to do next time. You see, whether you open and say you have money or you will hide that money or keep it to yourself when you get some money somewhere. Mm-hmm. Would you give the same advice, what you're saying now, that you uh, you first test by giving all your money to your partner? Would you give the same advice now to your child? Would you I advise think I them? Would. Why? I, I think I would. You know why? Mm-hmm. I think I would. And it will depend on her relationship with whoever they are having the partnership with. You see? You know why? Mm-hmm. You cannot know some, something or somebody and you not even judge a book by its cover if you have not read that book. So if you give your money, so that for example, you say, if you, you have to say, you, to say, you, say we ha, you have a thousand, mm-hmm. he comes to you and do you have a, I'll give you back after I do what I want to do. You, say, you hear what he has said, I will mm-hmm. give you that back your money. You give your thousand, you wait your thousand to be returned, and because you don't want to ask, you keep quiet. Eh? You see, I'm saying it on my side, you yeah. keep quiet. After you keep quiet, tomorrow the same, it will be done. Do you think you will say you have, if any, if you have? And because you don't want to cause chaos, you will say, I, I don't you know. And I, got, I, I was waiting for you to give me the answer that I given you. <laughs> but that doesn't seem to foster a healthy relationship and one where you can talk clearly about money. As I had told you about the thousand asked from you, you by your husband, and then he says that he's going to give back that money. And you find that he has not given. He comes another time and asks for some more money. You will, that is where now the communication will come in. You will sit down and talk about it if you are so open. It depends, once again. Maybe even before you got married, you had noticed this pattern is very hard when it comes to terms of money. Mm. You know? So maybe somebody somewhere of my age has a different idea or a perspective that would lead us to a better way or would lead her to a better way. For me, it was good when my husband gives me the few coins he would leave me to do something. So you see, I saved that one. Mm. Okay, let's go back to um, our main focus, which is money during pregnancy. Mm. You've told us some of the costs that you incurred during your pregnancy. You've told, her, you've told us how much money you had during your first pregnancy. But how mm. did your money situation change over the next four children you would uh, go on to have? It changed because now I was employed in a church, church school. I used to get a, a salary of 3000 3000 Plus my husband's money, it managed most of the things in the house. I could help in buying food, meeting your bills. Like, for example, if you wanted something, if I wanted to go to the to a place, I would use that money and there was no problem. Things were better than in the first pregnancy. Mm-hmm. Because I was even able to buy clothes ahead of time for my baby. 
I could manage to go to the hospital without even a private hospital. I could go without a problem because I had my own money now. Now, after your time uh, as an employed teacher, you also went on to start a business. Did that make things yeah. better? Because, I mean, starting a business does take a bit of capital. How was it? After I stopped working for my church because they had employed me, I started my own business. I started a school whereby, before I got the pupils, we had to buy furniture, we had to get a teacher, and everything that was required to start a school. So my husband came in and supported me fully. So I did not feel the pain. He came in and he supported me totally. The first people who came were five. And by and by, as we continued, my parents started uh, accepting the school. By the time that the term was over, I had about 20 children. So you see, I was able to pay the rent, to pay the teachers, and to maintain the school. And I was still having my coins left to support me, mm. my clothes. So I did not find any problem. The money was not a problem at that time because when your husband supports you, everything will fall in line. And now you're talking about you as a career woman now, you know, as a businesswoman starting your own uh, school and running it by yourself, and then you get pregnant. How did you do the two? Being uh, a school proprietor and then Mm -hmm. being pregnant. So you're managing people and you're pregnant. Of course, I know women do this. I know you have done this. But I just want to hear your experience, Mm -hmm. how it was for you, what you went through as a career woman now, what you needed to change when you got pregnant. So as of obviously to maintain your health and the health of your baby. I can say for sure that I balanced. I started school when I was pregnant. And before it opened, I gave birth. So January, I did not enter as the appropriate of the school. So I had managed myself that, that, such that the teacher whom I had gotten to, to come and help me is the one who started. So I joined later after three months, after ah. I breastfed the child, I got energy to go back to work. So you see, now I'm a working breastfeeding mother who is managing children and managing the one teacher I had during that time. And I'm managing, I'm managing home. So you see, I had so much. I would balance because the teacher whom I had was so responsible. He, she made sure that I was having time to go time to go back home and check on my baby. So you see, later in the years, I got pregnant. Now the boy I had given birth was called Paul. Now he, he, he was big three years later. I gave birth to Mark. So when I was there doing that journey, oh, I could get tired because I would walk from home to working place. But I was never it. And I want to tell you that. I could balance because I I was never it. I would m- come and work in the school. I would do things for myself before the teacher came because I was always the first person to arrive to check on the children. I would also read the, the rock book whereby you write the occurrence of the school in the day. And now I would be the first one to report in that book. I was so active, though I was getting tired, but I was enjoying working. Wow, mom. It's always such a pleasure talking to Mrs. Eunice Wanjeri Mwaora. And I hope you enjoy our talks as well. In the next part of this episode, money and career during pregnancy, we shall continue talking about the pressure of buying things for babies um, just because, you know, now you can afford it. I hope you will join us. Until next time, my name is Wanjeri Mwaora. Goodbye.